0: Hey and welcome back to the Rick and Daffs Podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And as always, we are here unscripted and raw. That's right, Dafs. We're back. We are. You know what's Season exciting? twelve. Season <laughs> <laughs> twelve. One episode a season. That's what it feels like at least. <laughs> I just realized that my mic is a tiny bit hot, so I'm just gonna turn it down just a smidge. How's mm-hmm. that? That sounds pretty good. Okay. There we go. I don't wanna destroy the people's ears i actually hear no difference our, our listeners will understand that because that that is not my side of the podcast oh, that's okay <laughs> um no it's nice uh we're actually gonna be back more this season than we were last season mm-hmm. we did six episodes last season mm-hmm. we're already up to episode three so we're we're halfway home We're making good time. Making good time. If this uh, quarantine business holds up, we'll we'll do like 12 podcasts a day. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) It's episode 63. (laughs) It's like only April (laughs) 15th. Well, I'm planning on getting wrist surgery, which may or may not be this week. I don't know. What? Now you're getting wrist surgery? Yeah, I have this bump on my wrist that we've tried to get rid of a bunch of times. It prevents my wrist from moving. And uh, and so they're like, you can either come in Tuesday or you can come in a month from Tuesday. And I had originally said a month from Tuesday, but now with them like canceling all the surgeries, so I was like, man, I don't want to like put it off and then have the thing happen till summer because I can't train with it. Oh, so, yeah.
1: so there's a chance. I, I feel like I this is what be- happened.
0: We get like coronavirus strikes. We're in quarantine. And all of a sudden you're getting wrist surgery and I've heard nothing about it. Mm-hmm. This is really impacting our relationship in a negative way. I'm, you know what? I've got to go out on a limb and say I'm against the coronavirus now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Rick is taking a bold stand early in the game. Let's see if that pays off. <laughs> Three weeks in, and I'm against the coronavirus. Uh, but uh, the, the good news is, is that uh, if I do get this wrist surgery, I will not only be free for a whole bunch this week, but I'll also have lots of Percocet. So, even better great podcast a a highly medicated podcast (laughs) oh my goodness i love it um so this episode i feel like is very topical at least part of it is Mm. um the first thing we're gonna talk about this week there's no thought of the week this week we're taking a break i haven't had time to think my thoughts no thinking at all i haven't been thinking at all no i've just been moving from place to place nomadic style to stay away from the virus um i was on the plains then i was in the forests now i'm back in my apartment i'll be moving again after this from a remote location um uh dafs uh here's topic one of the night um and we'll see how long this goes this might end up being the only topic we'll just have to wait and see um but we definitely have a news story though so that's good um mm-hmm. okay. Um given the certain circumstances with the coronavirus ravaging our community, um my only the only real recourse to like uh this topic is to try and make some light of it. Even though it is like an exceptionally heavy topic. It's more oh. just like how do we cope? Dark humor. <laughs> well, so the 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 alternative um is, is what we're currently doing with social distancing, everyone being uh, locked away in their homes. Essentially, it's like you know, uh, podcasting over Skype like we're doing now, but for real life. Yeah. Everyone's just podcasting over Skype for their job, for their relationships, exactly. you name it. Um, the social distancing is really only designed to spread out the damage, to yeah. slow it down. So mm-hmm. the same amount will happen, but you know. We'll, Slower. over time. Well, and that's good um as a healthcare worker because it means less resources will be used immediately. So we'll oh, f- hopefully it, be having time to replenish things. It's a phenomenal idea and I am completely for it. Don't 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 forget that fact after I say my next sentence. <laughs> I'm still for it. <laughs> that being said, uh rather than this being like a one month thing of just hell, we're going to be like living like this for what, the next year? I don't know, man. I don't know about a year. I don't know, man. I think at a minimum it was going to be months. To be honest with you, um, at least where I work, that's the vibe that I was getting. Um, I, I just have a feeling there's going to be a lot of young people who are impulsive and thinking this really won't affect me that much, and they're just going to like bail on social distancing after like week three. Like that, that's that, that's my my, that's my poker chips down on the roulette wheel. I'm saying week three. They say, screw social distancing, and they just give up. They start breaking rules. We if have concerts. If any generation anyways. could do the social distancing, it would be this one. Because we're already well-versed in social distancing. That's oh, what Twitter sure. is. I for can't sure. get more distant than an anonymous chat chat board, which is essentially what Twitter is. So I can go in there. I control people. I can do whatever I want. That We're already doing that. So I don't I, understand why this should be so hard. I do agree that of all the generations, our socially anxious, awkward, strange conundrum of a generation we've created would be the best. That being said, I also think we're very apathetic when it comes to the plight of older people who have screwed us over for housing crisis. Literally, all, all, the, all the memes I've seen lately have been coronavirus memes, and they've just been taking older memes And then turning them into coronavirus memes. So like one of them, it shows uh, Master Splinter leading these tiny little like baby uh, (laughs) turtles. And it says boomers uh, guiding us toward the financial housing crisis. And then it shows the turtles helping an aging, you know, Splinter, you know, walk. And it says us guiding them toward coronavirus. And I was like, wow, that's so mean and dark. But like that is 100% going to be how people feel. Two I... weeks from now. If we're joking about it now, it's going to be real in two weeks. As a healthcare professional, I find that deeply disturbing and not funny at all. No, for sure, right? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, There's so much apathy in this country, not only about, about like political divide, but also age divide. I don't think they're going to be able to keep everyone at home. Well, I think Gen X is going to bail right real fast after them, too. Well, we'll just have to sick the cops on them. We'll just be in a police state. There we go. That'll solve it. That'll solve the problems. That's what Bob Cosimakis would do. I think, did I mention to you before? I think I've been just like thinking about Bob Cosimakis in various situations. And I think Mm -hmm. one was him like, like, uh, getting back all the guns through force Mm -hmm. using the army. But the other one that I'm liking is him maybe being like a basketball, like a football coach, where he's like, okay, Russell Wilson. You are taking 99% of the passes. Okay, that's too much. No one person should have that many passes. We're going to spread them out. Spread the wealth of the passes. Chris Carson, you're going to pass five times a game now. Jermaine <laughs> Fetty, come over here, buddy. You are now going to play quarterback five times a game. <laughs> you, the big guy. Uh, wait, you mean the center? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to be be, a starting running back. (laughs) You're going to be throwing to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, right. We need to distribute the passing more equitably. Arc it as high as you can. (laughs) Cross the line. There's like... The the other coach is like, okay, they've passed the ball to um, Tyler Lockett five times and uh, um, DK Metcalf five times. Uh, Let's see. Oh, they're bringing on... Okay, this new guy, he's only caught three passes. They're definitely running a pass play for him. (laughs) Um, You you just see him? All right, bring in the other guy. and the seattle seahawks brings in another kicker that is all four strings of kickers on the field at the same time everybody gets a chance to kick the ball this one's lining up as the center this will be interesting (laughs) don't worry about it there's universal health care amongst the team when you get destroyed you will be okay all that kicking you have very strong legs believe in yourself (laughs) And once again, the Seahawks lose <laughs> 63 to 15. You're like, how do they even score 15 points? <laughs> right. Uh, Five field goals. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, but Fetty's got a leg. My God. He can <laughs> kick that ball. <laughs> No, he would somehow Jimmy the rules to where they would be able. Remember in that Disney movie with the mule that could kick the football. Yes. there's there's no rules in here that says there can't be a dog on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Airbud, yeah, it's all fine. I, I will was say that quite the tangent. I will say that Bob would have a perfect way to solve the coronavirus in America. Mm-hmm. We get everyone to go to the border and we cross. all all at once for twelve hours. There's no coronavirus, I'm doing accent stuff. I don't know what no, you're doing. No coronavirus in America. Like it just a, empties out the entire country. It's a Latvian voice. <laughs> Latvian. Yeah. So, like, I, 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 can play it's an accent anywhere, but it's clearly East Latvian. Yeah, I know my Latvian. <laughs> um, <or> Moldovan. <laughs> M- Moldovan. Oh my god. Um okay so we should move on to that topic but i like that tangent there um so basically um stay inside do not do your do social distancing do not break the quarantine um instead mm-hmm. listen to the rick and Deaf's podcast and we will make fun of the uh light of the times to try and help mm-hmm. us all get through it um together because we are truly in the darkest timeline. <laughs> this is the darkest timeline. Okay, so taking it, even plunging into the further darkness, let's say the situation gets pretty bad, Defs, and mm-hmm. uh, we're essentially in ty- a purge-type situation. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the coronavirus purge. Um, A.K.A. April. <laughs> yeah, you have been gifted, Defs, a machine, a very special machine That will allow you to um, bring back a bodyguard, living or dead, Mm -hmm. um, fictional, but no superpowers allowed, Mm -hmm. uh, to protect you for the night. Who do you choose? Liam Neeson's characters. From Taken? No, 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 his characters. All of them? All his characters. You can't have all of them. You can only have I, one. I 100 can. You said I can have any person, fictional or real. Yeah, any and he person. Played, and he has played multiple fictional characters that are all essentially the same person. You can, and I'm okay, gonna, okay, and I'm gonna so, argue it. So you're gonna have one person who is all the people.
1: Yeah. So because, they have all the
0: personalities. Uh, it, it, it's one personality. Let's be completely honest. <laughs> what a, Liam what? Neeson is a treasure. But he plays the same person every time. Qui Gon Jinn. Qui Gon Jinn. He is caring about other people more than himself. He's mm-hmm. protecting. He's going on missions and he's bringing back peace. Okay, how about the Frey or the Gray or whatever they call that movie? The Gray. He he's out in the woods. The Frey protect, is a band <laughs> protecting other people. Oh, no, well, no. In that in that movie, the Gray there is a poem which says once more into the breach, into the the cold cold white fray or something like that. Yeah. And so that's why I get those confused. But great poem. Um, But in any case, he's once again protecting other people and trying to bring them back to civilization. Schindler's List. He's protecting other people and trying to bring them back and self-sacrificing again. Taken. He's bringing people back. And he's sacrificing himself and going above. This guy just does not care about himself at all and just wants everyone to live. How many of those movies, though, does he die? Almost all of them. Yeah. But everyone he saves survives, which is exactly why I need him. He will sacrifice himself over and over again. That is the right answer. What about John Wick? (laughs) John Wick is pretty good, too. Um, my thought actually, or initially, like, I had some thoughts go through my head. Um, I'd like to see him face Schindler, Oscar (laughs) Schindler, with a lightsaber, though. I'm just saying. (laughs) Not a chance. Well, I would argue that Qui-Gon Jinn is his most evil character. (laughs) But you want your bodyguard to be a little bit evil. Am I right? Like, you don't want Mr. Rogers as your bodyguard. You want Mr. Rogers on a little bit of LSD. <laughs> Mr. Rogers, when he's finally snapped. <laughs> <laughs> Ends justify the means, Mr. Rogers. He's like the Batman that we it's need. It's a beautiful day to kick your ass. <laughs> Just punching <laughs> somebody in the reference. face. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <clears throat> so originally and this is like this is not my choice but originally i'm thinking okay who can i choose rambo nope because rambo you would probably make it nearly to the like you would you get mortally wounded at like 4 a.m before Mm -hmm. the dawn and then he would like you die in his arms and then he would go on a rampage because everyone close to john rambo dies um Mm -hmm. my other thought was teddy roosevelt TR would be pretty good. Um, the Rough like, Riders? One, he would have no fear. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, I think he might actually enjoy like hunting people for sport. Oh, 100%. Um, he would love being like weaponed out. He can finally drop the facade. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's, and start hunting people. He's
0: been preparing for it way longer <laughs> he than He would have perch. tons of guns. Um, He's like, wait, we're hunting humans? Oh, man. Well, I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to make this many foot traps. Oh, <laughs> hey, I have all of them over here. That's so weird. What a coincidence, guys. My other Let's thought not think is too much about we that. get surrounded. Picture this situation. We get surrounded. He's out of ammo. Mm-hmm. They're closing in. All of a sudden, he sweeps off his, his cowboy cap and starts mm-hmm. giving a rousing speech. <laughs> Because TR could really give the speech. Oh, and he was really good with the saber. Let's uh-huh. not forget that. Um, I think, one, people would be so startled to see Teddy Roosevelt in the flesh. They'd be like, who's this guy? And two, he'd be very charismatic. So they might, he might be able, like, a last-ditch dif- effort to, like, um, save us with his speech. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very least, I know he wouldn't betray me, and he would go down, sw- like, fighting. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that's my choice. Uh, but I think there are some others. I think, um, uh, what's the guy's, uh, did you ever watch, I know you watched Firefly. Yes, I did. Um, the Sister Rivers, <laughs> a River? Yes. Man, if she was like unlocked, she would totally, like, nobody mm-hmm. would get close to you. Mm-hmm. although you might say that she has special powers because of her government training well she 100 percent does she's able to slightly predict the future yeah she's able to be telepathic in in a couple ways um yeah no power in the verse can stop her though yeah uh what about jane he'd probably betray you though oh jane would turn on you instantly what about he'd be like that? do me a favor here cover me and he gives you a gun and the gun's empty (laughs) (laughs) and he just runs and rick sanchez rick sanchez would turn on you as well he'd probably let you go he would would portal away so quickly yeah unfair yeah no you definitely need you need someone like oscar schindler with a lightsaber or um i was thinking captain picard like just without any weapons or anything like no super weapons but like i feel yeah. like he would stick with you and he's a pretty badass fighter and a good stra- uh, strategy guy captain kirk if 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 you don't consider his luckiness a power which i think it is i but- wouldn't consider it like a traditional power though he's not like that one what's that one on uh deadpool The domino yeah that's just like unkillable because she's so yes. lucky Yes, I love Domino. <laughs> Everything just works out for her. That mm. is a great power. If I can mm. have any power, that's the one I would choose. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's that's who I would choose. And I, I I wouldn't go like classic, like, oh, we're gonna you know uh, hide in a bunker. Because a bunker is going to be the best way in, one way in, one way out. Well, no, because then you're trapped if they happen to get past that one way in. Mm-hmm. Not at all the smart move. We're not going to go into the sewers and be on the move. We're not going to get some kind of moving fortress like a semi that you've prepped out and whatnot. No, because you need gas. They can shoot tires out. No, you're thinking too low to the ground. Hot air balloon. Mm. You just go as high as possible. <laughs> in just a hot wait air out the. Balloon. You just. Put your parka on. You go way up high. I mean, unless they are going to fly a plane to specifically come and kill you, (laughs) you can get way and like the thing is, you You don't go to space almost. Yeah, totally. uh, Way higher than you can breathe, and you don't need to go that high. But like, it's just you and Liam Neeson. (laughs) in a hot air balloon and you have them read you a story <laughs> that's already a dream right um <laughs> good night moon <laughs> no, no kidding and the thing is you don't have to wait until the night of the purge to do that like you just pack like an extra dinner a couple lunches and you go up the day ahead of time and come down the day after or you could like, just go up into the mountains again people can follow you I would like to see anyone also no. follow being a hot air balloon. See, this is why I think that the low key that hot air balloon is the most um, is one of the best vehicles for transportation, because um, <clears throat> as we've talked about time and time again, you rob a bank, you escape in a hot air balloon. They're like, yeah, sure, they can track you. You're getting away very slowly. But if you didn't hurt anybody, like they have no cause to shoot you down. Yeah. Like, you're not violent. So they could just watch you slowly fade away into the clouds. And you're just <laughs> gone. Do you remember would the you story? Would you radar, you think, in uh, a hot no. air balloon? No, you would not. Could... Do you want to know why? Why? The lack of right angles. Perfect. Because hot air balloons are mostly round. So and would... radar reads off of right angles. They wouldn't be able to find you. You crash. Mm-hmm. You crash. your. Uh, you bail out, and it crashes into the sea. Mm-hmm and you escape and you're just gone. Yeah, you could you could parachute out of a hot air balloon. You get way more than high enough. It would be a really bold move, don't get me wrong. Like <laughs> you'd have to be pretty gutsy to try and escape in a hot air balloon mm-hmm. because the chances of you like like getting apprehended before you were able to escape would be pretty high. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have somebody basically like on the roof like like getting the hot air balloon like ready to go basically. As somebody else was robbing the bank, and then they just ran up and jumped into the hot air balloon Mm. and took off immediately. Here's the thing. What you do is you have the hot air balloon get put up either right next to a fair, so it looks like it's part of a ride. Mm. So you can have it good to go, and no one suspects it, or even better, next to a used car lot. That's like they always have giant inflatable things to like draw your attention, which I can't imagine that it works, but maybe. And then they're like, "Oh, what? Oh, it's a real one. Dang it. <laughs> oh no.
1: Should have seen that comment. <laughs> it was
0: right in front of us." So, uh that's the one. So like I think I'd choose Captain Picard actually over Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Because if I was going to die, I'd rather die with Picard. (laughs) And the other reason is is because the hot air balloon idea is great, but I don't know if Teddy Roosevelt could keep himself from taking pot shots at people out of the hot air balloon. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. I I don't think you're wrong. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) you could just drop whatever you want to from that high and it will probably kill someone. I know. I also think that... um, Liam Neeson, like a lot of the people like that he is trying to help get hurt or captured. So I feel like I don't know if it was me, if I'd want Liam Neeson, because you'd end. He might get you back and you'd live, but you'd probably get a little bit tortured or beaten or whatever, because somebody would inevitably capture you throughout the night and then you'd have to, like, go on a rampage to get you back. But he would do it. Yeah, but you would have been tortured. I mean, a little bit. (laughs) Just a little light torture do you do you remember maybe about five years ago six years ago it was in new zealand or australia there was that kid who like created or he, he got he uh apparently set off a chain reaction that released a hot air balloon that he was trapped in oh, no. and like the news and government was tracking it people were like trying to get this kid back who was like 20,000 feet up. Like he uh-huh. was super high. They were like, Oh my God, no, he's going to like freeze to death or whatever. And it turned out the kid wasn't even there. He was hiding in the attic oh, yeah, where yeah, he yeah. Like was released. Yeah. And then they found out that yeah, it wasn't even a real thing. That. Yeah. The parents faked it for yeah. publicity. And then they went on TV to apologize. And the kid was nervous and starts puking on live TV. Oh no. And I was like, what terrible parents. But yeah, what I'm saying is, is like, that was a good idea for the purge. <laughs> I like it. Just have like a lever you pull and it unleashes this giant thing. So, and this kind of touches on a different topic. But if you were going to like all these millennials that were going to storm Area 51, they can't stop us all. You know what? Maybe if they had all been in hot air balloons, they could have easily gotten through. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You just... What are you gonna, what are, They they can't tell you to correct course. I'm sorry. I'll control the wind. Thank you, Uncle Sam. You jerk. Yeah, and the idea though, we can't stop us. They can't stop us all. They can. <laughs> they Bullets can't, are so they cheap. Can't stop us all. <laughs> and really, we are just like. Five liters of blood and meat bags. Like we're we're real easy to poke holes in, and we go, we, we stop moving really quick. Well, clearly our plan of a, like a quick episode is out the window, because <laughs> uh, it's been like uh, twenty three minutes. That That's was fine. topic one, <laughs> but I, I keep. Th- getting- I keep getting distracted by putting my chin below the microphone on my screen and trying to decide whether I shave it off and just give a mustache. <laughs> well, while you do that, I'm going to start the news. Okay, Daphs. <clears throat> are you ready for the news? I am ready for the news. Okay, here we go. This story and we're just doing uh, this season. We're doing hilarious crime uh, stories that may or may not have happened already. Mm. Um, this Most of them are in the past. Uh, this is from um, September 3rd, 2014. Andy Campbell, Huff Post. Mm-hmm. Cats will do anything to ruin your day. Last week, they ruined 21-year-old Daniel Pinedo. I'm going to guess that's his name. Day. The suspect had taken. <laughs> had talked his way into a woman's home in Boca Raton, Florida, after leading police on a wild chase from Delray Beach. He may have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for those meddling, cute, fuzzy-wuzzy cats lying around. Uh, The homeowner uh, thought he was a landscaper when he knocked on her door. Which, by the way, racist. (laughs) Racist old woman. Anyway, She she deserves it. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. I said, can I, excuse me, can I help you, Noonan told WPBF. He said, oh, I'm so sorry. Next door, I'm, oh, he lied, that's why. Next door, I'm mowing the lawn. Can I have a glass of water? Um, <laughs> she obliged, unaware that he had allegedly consumed drugs before, the night before, stole thousands of dollars, and then smashed into a bunch of cars as he ran from the police towards her home. When she returned with the water, he was laying on the floor playing with her cats. (laughs) Aww. When Noonan's husband questioned him, he fled out the back door. And uh, the Noonans led police to him. (laughs) He attempted to jump into a canal, but a police boat caught him. (laughs) They have boats? Uh, Apparently. He was already wanted for car theft. Uh, he's He was in jail at the time of this writing. But essentially, uh, he stopped to pet the cats, and that's what did him in. And I can say safely that that would not have happened to me, but it would have definitely happened to you, Dabs. Yeah. You love cats. I do love cats. Um, is there a situation where you were on the run from the law, though, that you would stop to pet a cat? It depends on the size of the cat. What does that mean? Like a kitten you would stop to pet? Or like a giant cat you would... Like a tiger you'd stop to pet? A kitten I would 100% stop to pet. Uh, a chunky boy I would stop to pet 100%. Uh, sassy boys, which are orange. Orange boys are a sassy. I'd pet one of those. A puma. I would risk jail time to pet a puma. I'm surprised I haven't already, actually. Because oh. the zoo is really close to us. What I would stop to pet, I'm trying to think an elephant right? I would stop to pet for sure like any exotic animal I think that wasn't like deadly I
1: yeah. would
0: not stop to pet a puma have you seen the video of the super drunk guy who climbs a fence and then climbs onto a giraffe and rides <laughs> a giraffe <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah he gets knocked down he climbs the fence and you're like oh man yeah he's smart he's getting out of the cage no he climbs the fence to get back on the giraffe <laughs> do they get him before he gets back on no, 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 He wasn't even like running from them or anything like that. Like no, no one knew what was going on. Eventually <laughs> security did catch him, but only because he wasn't planning on like running. He just kept wanting to ride the giraffe <laughs> over and over again. And it was letting him for the most part, which is the weirdest thing. It, like when you watch the video, I'll send it to you. You 100% know the employees ride the animals after dark <laughs> because this thing was so used to it. It was like, oh, this again. All right, whatever. Maybe like, maybe he was an f- employee who had been fired recently. I I don't know. What but I don't understand dumb. is that this guy was just wasted at the uh, at the zoo. Oh, see that doesn't that doesn't even cross my mind at first. Twenty questions. Really? The zoo a great place to go drunk. It but totally is. It's filled with children. Yeah. <laughs> It makes way less sense. It's not even like there are cool rides or anything like Disneyland. It's just like animals. I'm sorry. Did you miss the part where he rode a giraffe three times? So there like, absolutely is. You does not need be brave enough. There's no rides here. I'm going to make my own. He's like, hey, give me a boost. Yeah, you you with a long freaking neck. Get over here. Give me a boost. It's like a God's joke animal. <laughs> yeah, I see uh so you've been kind of falling on hard times ever since the Toys R Us closed, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, it's a living. <laughs> so that was the news. Did you appreciate that news story? I, I did. I liked it too. I think it's, I think it's always interesting when criminals are caught for reasons that don't make sense. Like the guy who was caught. Um, by the police playing Pokemon go outside of the like police station even though he was wanted for like a bunch of crimes yeah well it was a gym you yeah, know he's just I think that was strategic on the police part they're like yeah this is a <laughs> criminals come here <laughs> we'll... did did you see the most recent one uh one of the uh, state police um state patrols they said uh, we will test your recreational drugs for free for coronavirus oh, no and it, weed is not legal there and they're like come by we'll test it and we'll have back to you within 10 minutes It's a it's, it's easy swab it, it's only human the one that has to take that long and they like posted it to their twitter and everything and everyone's like yeah yeah no one's going to fall for that Dude, people absolutely will fall for that. When they're like, "Well, I wonder if my crystal meth does have coronavirus in there." I don't want to do I don't want to do coronavirus. I'm not crazy. I just want to do crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. I just want to do crystal meth. I had a patient <clears throat> one time who uh, was like, "Oh, I feel terrible." And he was in for like withdrawing off of drugs, and I'm like, "Well, what helps you feel better?" And he's like, "Meth." <laughs> I'm like, well uh sorry i don't have any meth here to give you but he was totally serious he like yeah like, he was like if you could get me some meth i'd feel way better like, i'm telling who you who do math. you think you are this is hospital what? i can't get you meth when you do something often enough it becomes normal to you regardless of how nor how abnormal it is and like i've had patients before too where i've asked them you know like uh any drinking they're like no definitely not and I'm like, uh, any smoking? They're like, no, I'm not going like, to. No, I would, I, I would never smoke. And I'm like, uh, how about marijuana? They're like, no, I would never smoke. And I was like, okay, any illicit drugs? Crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. And I laughed because I thought he was joking. He was not joking. This yeah. dude was muscling crystal meth. And I was like, one, didn't even know you could do that with crystal meth. And two, what the actual, <laughs> that's insane like like <laughs> don't look at me like i'm crazy for thinking you might smoke cigarettes and then say no but obviously you're yeah. riding the crystal Are come you on you insane but yes i'm, dry, I'm riding the, i'm riding my body is a temple i'm riding the dragon though so <laughs> <laughs> my body is a temple it is a new age hippy dippy temple with crystals all over the place crystal meth <laughs> mostly everywhere. in my muscles <laughs> well uh, how's this for a transition one of my favorite movies was not indiana jones and the crystal skull <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was not that but indiana that. jones is the topic of our last topic yes um indiana jones is going to challenge the wwpi we're bringing it back aren't you excited i am excited The wwpi returns mm-hmm. triumphantly to the Rick and Daphs podcast, What of my greatest scale inventions. It's up there. It's up there. Of all the scales I've created, this one's definitely not the most terrible. <laughs> so top, um, top twenty at least. Yeah, and I've. I mean, that's that's not even half of the scales I've created. <laughs> Some of which Daphs won't even let us talk about on air because he says they're so bad. I'm always texting him about a new scale. Hey, when the FCC changes their rules, then we can do those. Then we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, you always are saying that. <laughs> this is why I'm voting for Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> Who's Tulsi Gabbard? That's the problem. Do you actually not know who that is? I don't. Is she uh, is she that one who hasn't dropped out of the race yeah. yet? Okay, Okay. so then I do know who she is, yes. Who uh, Hillary Clinton says is a bot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is funny. Anyways, that's uh, w- neither here nor there. I'm not voting for C. Cavern. Pretty rich coming from a lizard person, am I right? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, um, just to refresh people on the WWPI. Okay, so it's at a scale out of 10. Daphs hmm. and I agree, have to agree on the numbers. So there will be some compromise. Unless one of us refuses to compromise, <laughs> which has been known to happen. It's happened. It's happened before. Um, <clears throat> so you get a total of 10. Uh, two points for getting into the factory. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three points for fighting the Oompa Loompas. Um, And then five is, do you defeat Willy? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, what did we say? Did we decide... Like we decided like, that if you kill him outright or cripples, that's worth five or cripple his infrastructure if you cripple infrastructure that was worth like four, and yeah. if you do like bodily harm to him that was worth three of them. I thought it was the crippling the infrastructure you could get you could potentially pass i think you get a seven to like to to be considered yes. a, a meta entity I believe so <laughs> meta entity because some of our uh co- contestants were not human no so. And some weren't superheroes; they were villains. So we just had to come up with a catch-all term. Hence, mm-hmm. meta entity. Let's find out if Indiana Jones is a meta entity. He's certainly a badass. I spoiler think spoiler have- alert. I don't think he is. But <laughs> but Rick wants to do the math because he thinks I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that's true. I think it's close enough that it's worth exploring. Okay, is you're so lame. Why even? <laughs> why even have a playoff system? Why don't we just give it to the number one person? Because you don't know what might happen. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Us the, think... N- the NBA is canceled. They agreed. <laughs> did did any of us think that Tobias Funke would be the worst boss? I didn't. I didn't either. That's why you Sweet play fair. the game, Daphs. Be fair, I didn't either. You're right. <laughs> That's why you play the game. You can't see this listener, but I'm pointing my finger vigorously. Very accusatory. Yeah. If, like, if I was in person with him, it would be in his face. (laughs) Ah. I'm just going to point to the spot where you used to be before we were, before we were forced to be Before we were divorced by coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah. Ripped apart like foster children. Yeah. (laughs) That's a little dark. All right. Let's go. From the bosom of our podcast. (laughs) Okay. Um. Getting in. I think he could definitely get in. He's got a whip. He could whip open the... He would, like, do the whip around the um, vent, and he would do that thing where he'd pull it off. Okay, so he opens a vent, but, like, he's still gonna need, like, a ladder, and to get past the gate, (laughs) and, like, all those things. I'm just saying, like... He's still a man, right? Like when you and I did the WDPi, we like took a truck and crashed it into the front door. You mean you and, and I as Vomit Man and Bismal Boy? Yes, and we got like half points for that because there was no creativity, <laughs> originality. I think he would parachute in. I mean, t- canonically, that's true. He does know how to do that. Um, he might do that. Um, he couldn't. He couldn't sneak in as an inspector or anything, which he's also done. He pretends to be a lot of different things. He does. He does a lot of ruses. Um, and if you believe the crystal skull version of Indiana Jones, which I refuse, um, he apparently can withstand a nuclear explosion by being inside a lead-lined fridge and just walks away yeah that part was a little bit (laughs) that part was so bad okay hold on my defense here's my defense of um indiana jones in general the crystal skull i i only i defend passively but I, i still defend it if you take indiana jones and you don't think about it as a as a um as a movie based in like a real life thing if you take it and you imagine it as a comic book, it all of a sudden makes it way more sense. Mm. And I don't, like, I know that sounds weird, but if you think of, like, when we watch, like, uh, superhero movies, you suspend disbelief because it's a comic book, right? Mm -hmm. And you accept the world that that comic book character lives in that they're able to do things that normal humans can't. Like Hawkeye, even though he doesn't have any superpowers, quote-unquote, he's able to do things that normal people can't and survive things that normal people can't. That is true. And, and, and sometimes you have to imagine things being like in a certain way, like how uh, Batman Begins or no Batman Beyond, which everyone had George Clooney in it. No, I don't that, know. That one is a terrible film, but it was also done by Tim Burton. But if you imagine it as a movie about Batman inside the Batman universe it makes a hundred percent sense, mm. and and then and then perfectly, it's a great movie. Then because you're like, yeah, they would have George Clooney star as Batman, and they'd have Tommy Lee Jones, and they'd have Arnold, and uh, and like it'd be over the top. And he's like, my bat card, and it's like a Visa bat mm-hmm. card, and it's all silver. He never <laughs> leave home without it. There's all this product placement, and that's exactly what they would do. Yeah. in that universe. Yeah. So like yeah, it, I guess I guess that's true. So if you if imagine I, like a comic book then it makes yeah, sense. If I think about Indiana Jones then him getting dragged behind cars and like shooting like, you know, punching people on top of like in a plane and all this stuff makes sense cuz <clears throat> he's a comic book character. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he would probably parachute in. Yeah. Um but I think he could get in. He's always infiltrating things. I'll give you that. Um, I'll give you that. He he could get as far as we did, which is inside. Yeah. Uh, now, the question is, how many points are you willing to give him for that? Well, two is getting in the door, right? I think or is two getting two in the door is... undetected? Yes. I'm I'm 50-50 on whether he'd be undetected, but I think he could do it. Because like, that's kind of his jam. Crystal Skull, he's in undetected. Like He's doing things undetected a lot. So I'm inclined <laughs> to give him the full two. I would say 1.75 Because I think there's a chance he could get the 2 And there's also a chance that he gets in But he's discovered, which is a 1 But I think it's more than likely he's not discovered So, 1.75 I can go with that Okay, next he's If he's infiltrated you, Like The Oompa Loompas So mm-hmm. here's the weapons he has His fists for socking Oompa Loompas In the face mm-hmm. um, A whip Mm-hmm. whipping Oompa Loompa's in the face. And a gun. For shooting Oompa Loompa's in the face. And we've seen that he's willing to just shoot. Yeah, he has no problem shooting and killing people. Like that big with sword that, guy. That big sword guy. <laughs> which they say wasn't in the script. He was supposed to do this big thing. But he was feeling sick that day. And so he just like ad-libbed. And then they liked it so much they put it back in the script. I don't know if that's true. I feel like that's a classic like. Oh, just looking. You know, Harrison Ford was a carpenter, and he just happened to get the job. Well, he also was an actor who got put on. Yeah. yeah anyways, well, either way, I think that he would give the Oompa Loompas a real run for their mm-hmm. money. Now, the other question is: Is he by himself when he's going in, or does he have his like his buddies? He usually doesn't have very helpful comrades, though. No, he doesn't. He that has one that one girl who can like really like drink a ton and punch a bunch of people out. I can't remember she, her name. She was she was in one movie. He had the pet monkey for a while in Crystal Skull. Or no, 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 no. That was um Lost no. Ark. I can't remember. Was it Raiders of Lost Ark? I don't remember. That was Temple of Doom. I can't um, remember. She was in Temple of Doom. um She was also in the Lost Ark. I thought. Was she? I can't remember. <laughs> I just know that they're in that bar in Tibet, and she just beats the crap out of a ton. Yes, of guys. and that was pretty good. And then also he had that uh, young Asian kid. Um, remember, he was driving the car with those those wood blocks attached oh, yeah, to the yeah, pedals, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it was like somebody's yelling at this at at this uh, podcast right now, telling us what yeah was what <laughs> you're failing the Bechtel test. <laughs> Some girl, some Asian kid. My god, okay, but to be fair, there's only like one actual character throughout that. That's it, it's not it's like John Star Rise Wars Davies. where everyone knows every single character. Yeah, it's John Rise Davies, is the only other guy who's in, I think, almost all the movies. And I don't I even... have no idea who that is, anyways. Go ahead, what's he play? He plays the like the happy guy who's a little bit bigger. I think he's in the first movie and the third movie for sure. Oh, is he? Uh, the, he plays Gimli think... in Lord of the Rings. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yeah. Okay, yep. Okay, yeah. I remember vaguely. Uh, so I don't think his, his help would be very good. Do you think the Nazis would crash the party, though? They'd be like, no, we're the ones that are going to get the secret recipe. <laughs> they have, like, they're a cult. So, like, it's like a three-way fight between the Nazis and Willy Wonka and then uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones. Okay, so I'm going to say no. And the reason why I say no is because if we start allowing enemies of these meta entities to join the fray, that actually balances out things more. Because mm-hmm. if like Superman had like General Zod, then yeah, they're absolutely going to destroy the infrastructure <laughs> of the Wonka factory and the entire city. <laughs> Obviously, if Batman is going to have like all his bad guys show up, yeah, they're destroying everything. They're killing Oompa Loompas left <laughs> and right, man. Like, pernicious canids? Like you know, poison ivy is going to figure out what those things are and just happen to go everywhere. Mm. So like. There's a lot of, you can't have the enemies go in there and help, even if they're not trying to help. Yeah, that's so a fair I would point. say no. Okay, so he's beating up Oompa Loompas, he's punching them in the face. Yeah. Um, do you think, I feel like he's fighting his way, like kind of running slash fighting. I think at the very least he makes it to the boat, trying to go down the psychedelic river. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many Oompas he's killed, but I think there's a fair number. He's taken them out. 20. what are you doing sorry i was just adjusting the mic trying to figure out which side of the best this is the best side right here there you go i might have had this microphone backwards the entire time oh my god i totally did <laughs> well don't do it <laughs> i'm not gonna look at this this is so much better i'm not gonna deprive our listeners of my buttery voice for the last quarter of this as episode a, as i said it's it's greasy even Oh my god, this is way better. I know, see, this almost sounds like we might be able to even start lying to people and saying that you're here with me. Here with me now is Daft's? How you doing, buddy? It's, it's good like to like ASMR. You. I can just whisper in your ear. Stop that. <laughs> I'll pan you over to one side. <laughs> you can whisper to me. <laughs> um, okay, that's creepy and strange. <laughs> uh, so, Oompa Loompa Fight, how many points would you want to give him? That's out of three. I think yeah, it's out of three. Yeah, I feel like he would get captured, but he'd pummel a ton of them. I want to give him a one and a half, half of the points. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. So, so far we're at, well, is it one and a half or is it two? I mean, I think we got one and a half for fighting them because we made <laughs> all of them vomit and have diarrhea. I feel like he would have gotten and further. I feel like he does a little bit better than us, so, so maybe, maybe two. two two okay yeah so so far we're at 3.75 so he needs 2.25 does is that right no that's way more he needs four he needs yeah there's no way he's gonna make it because he'd have to absolutely destroy the infrastructure or Willy Wonka and I don't even know if he's gonna be able to like I think the Oompa Loompas might finish him off I think he gets enough of them to get two points but I don't think he's like getting past them well, I think see this is what this is a classic Indiana Jones move though. see, he gets captured right and then they bring him to Willie and then Willie tells him his secret plan and he's gloating for a while and he's gonna drop him into a vat of um you know hot chocolate and then mm-hmm. somehow he gets out and then rolls away and then the Indiana Jones music starts playing and he's then all of a sudden he's got his whip and he's just like whipping the crap out of people <laughs> and maybe he kicks Willie into the vat maybe here's my thing though in the Indiana Jones <laughs> movies right he mm-hmm. he shoots first asks questions later very much Han Solo you know I love the, Indiana Jones by the, the way thus proving that yes all of Liam Neeson's characters are the same and all of Harrison Ford's are as well um but okay but if you could choose which characters you'd prefer like it's definitely Harrison Ford's
1: yeah I mean I'm mean, like I'm not, not going
0: to Oscar Schindler but like yeah <laughs> Depps loves him <laughs> just saying he, he deserves not to be glanced over okay like I mean he but uh yeah I will say though that once he gets tied up and Willy Wonka is standing there holding his whip and his you know gun I'm pretty sure Willy doesn't tell him the whole thing and just shoots him right in the head because that's the willy yes that's the willy wonka move i feel like willy wonka would love to monologue oh he would monologue but the second that he starts to break free he's just unloading that gun on him but here's the thing though about indiana jones that i will say one um he is like very good friends with his environment uh like he always seems to be able to find a way like to escape or do whatever he's also he's also got a like a little bit of that kirk luck where it's like do you really think indiana jones is gonna get killed doesn't matter what situation he's in he does have the kirk luck and there always is a secret passageway or a lot of vines that he can climb or descend with or like a wild animal like somehow he like he manages to get out enough to like throw something a firecracker that startles a snozwanger that he's got he's got gumption yeah that hits Willy Wonka and like knocks him out and then all of a sudden once the Indiana Jones music starts playing you know what that means it's all over (laughs) if you're the bad guy and the Willy Wonka music is playing you are screwed (laughs) and I just really (laughs) think that he's like I just I'm sorry I just don't think he would die (laughs) I, I just imagine uh that, like, as soon as the Indiana Jones music starts playing, Willie's like, no, no, stop that music. And stop just, like, turns off screen and starts shooting at the orchestra. <laughs> like, jo- John Williams, whatever his name is, is, like, yeah. taking cover. There's a violinist that just gets obliterated and starts bleeding all over himself. But it's too late. Willie's, Willie, or Indiana Jones is gone. I don't know. If, if the music stops halfway, uh... I just feel like I'm sorry in my heart of hearts. I just think that he ends up escaping somehow, and then pu- and then pu- punching uh, Willy Wonka into a vat of chocolate, and he dies. I I think I think you are are. Are going too far. With if that. there was, if it was Indiana Jones in the chocolate factory, we all know who's coming out of that chocolate factory. At the well, end. yeah. If you write any movie with that, then you know how it's going to be. <laughs> but would he himself, outside of this, be able to do it? The answer is no. I, I would give him one and a half points on what? the fighting Willie. Because he's oh not gonna kill Willie. He's not gonna destroy the thing. I think he'll he do does. some damage. I don't think he destroys the factory, but I think he kicks Willie into a vat of hot chocolate and at the very least is not killed and escapes. But you're assuming that it's a Indiana Jones movie. It's not. It's Indiana Jones character in the Willy Wonka universe. By by that same means, any single movie that you put someone in, whether it's John Wake or whatever, in their movie, of course they're going to win. But the idea if of this was them- uh, So you're saying if this was Willy Wonka and the Indiana Jones invasion, that it would be the other way around? What I'm saying is, is that it's not an Indiana Jones movie that Willy Wonka is in. It's pulling the Indiana Jones character out of his universe and putting him against the Willy Wonka power index. I don't know. Because, yes, if it's an Indiana Jones movie, he always wins, no matter what. If it's a Rambo movie, Rambo always wins, no matter what. But Rambo would not take down Willy Wonka. I don't know. R- Rambo would do a lot of damage to the factory. He'd do a lot of damage. I feel like I'd give. I would totally give Rambo seven. I don't know. Rambo man. takes on an entire army. Yeah, he does. He yeah. also gets shot up a whole bunch. But yeah. he's an anarchist yeah. and who like does guerrilla warfare. I don't but think that he would kill them. Willy, but he'd mess up the factory. Would not be standing. He would be in rough shape. Met, met it entity. would be in in rough shape. But again, if Willie's on his home turf, you have you have you have court advantage, home field advantage for sure. I'm. I think we're going to have to agree to disagree and call it a push, <sighs> which is like neither a victory nor a loss. It's definitely a loss. It is not a loss. It'll feel like a loss to you. It actually doesn't feel like a loss to me. Give it time. <laughs> all right, listeners. So if you agree with Rick, definitely let him know in person. Uh, if you agree <laughs> with me and are correct, feel free to write in so we have some physical proof <laughs> of feel it. Feel free to come and give Daphs a hug. Tell him how you feel. Maybe whisper a little something in his ear. Just stay six feet away from me at all times. And breathe <laughs> into his into his essence. Nope, don't do that <laughs> wear a mask wash your hands oh my goodness so after all that we can't agree um I say we check back in next episode and see if we've changed our minds spoiler I'm alert sure I'm not, not going to change, to change my mind <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's oh, no way
0: well I guess I have nothing left to say to you um Defs, so I'm just I'm going to end the show before I get too mad this is where the relationship ends. We have we have a specific moment in time <laughs> at minute 51. This is what's so great about the, the the quarantine podcasting is that now I can just turn you off, <laughs> 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 which I cannot do in person. You definitely cannot do in person. All right. Well, this has been a disappointing but entertaining Rick and Def's podcast. I'm Rick. I'm Daps. Have a good one.